Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Something really all to know about Liz Trust. In the Smarter 7, we take a look in more detail at a significant moment or topic, providing a clear and concise insight that gets you up to speed on the what, the why and the how. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. This morning I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This will ensure that we remain on a path to deliver our fiscal plans and maintain our country's economic stability and national security. I will remain as Prime Minister until a successor has been chosen. Thank you. Liz Truss has only been Prime Minister for 44 days, but it's been a saga of U-turns, monarchs, U-turns, snakes and flakes and, well, chaos, basically. Did I mention U-turns? Today we break down the seven reasons that have led to the rather fleeting rise and fall of our most recent Conservative Prime Minister. Destined to become a pub quiz trivia question, future generations will be forced to ask... Who is she? Who is she? Liz Truss was born in Oxford in 1975 to left-wing parents. Her father was a maths lecturer and her mother a teacher. When she was four, her family moved to Scotland and then later to Leeds, where she went to Roundhay School. As a child, Mary Elizabeth Truss, a.k.a. Liz Truss, remembers going on marches with her mother against the instalment of US nuclear warheads at RAF Greenham Common during Thatcher's office. So what got her to briefly leading the Conservative Party as Prime Minister 47 years later? Buckle up, because this is bigger than a story of one woman's flip-flops. It's a story of a web of power structures that she's become embedded in, which helped lift her to power and then tried to act through her. Let's start at the beginning. She went to Oxford University to study politics, philosophy and economics and became a member of the Oxford Reform Club, where she first met Mark Littlewood, who's now the Director General of the Institute of Economic Affairs, a highly influential think tank that doesn't declare its funders and promotes the free market. She also became president of the Liberal Democrats whilst at uni, even passionately arguing against the monarchy in 1994. We Liberal Democrats believe in opportunity for all. We believe in fairness and common sense. We believe in referenda on major constitutional issues. We do not that pe- believe that people should be born to rule. Little did she know that 28 years later, she'd have the chance to meet two monarchs in the first week of her time as Prime Minister. When she graduated from Oxford, Trust joined a graduate trainee scheme with Shell and it was at this time that she got her accountancy qualification. In 2000, she married her husband, an accountant named Hugh O'Leary, and in the same year she went to work at Cable & Wireless, a telecommunications company, where she'd stay for five years as economics director. 
Meanwhile, aged 25, Truss attempted to enter the world of parliamentary politics, unsuccessfully running for a seat twice. As she was gearing up for a third attempt in 2006, the press got hold of a story that set her back and led to the Tory party deselecting her as the nominated candidate for that election. Norfolk Southwest Constituency Party is threatening to deselect their candidate Elizabeth Truss because she didn't tell them she had an affair with a married man five years ago. An 18-month affair with fellow Tory MP Mark Field put paid to her third attempt to run, but she had a fourth chance under David Cameron in 2009 when she ran for and won a seat in Southwest Norfolk. At this time, she was working at the right-wing think tank Reform as deputy director, where she remained for two years. This role would no doubt give her a strong insight into the role of think tanks in influencing policy, significant in light of their influence over her during her time as prime minister. Clearly, her days as a centre-left-leaning youth were well behind her, and her experience in private corporations and the world of wealthy business cemented her Thatcherite support for business interests and economic policy. In 2010, Liz was finally voted in as MP for South West Norfolk. With a firm majority, she consistently voted in favour of reducing corporation tax. So passionate was she to help out businesses that she founded the Free Enterprise Group, a group of Tory MPs all in favour of tax cuts and deregulation of business and employment. She also co-authored a pamphlet along with other now familiar names like Dominic Raab and Priti Patel in which the British people are described as among the worst idlers in the world. She argued in favour of stripping back state regulation and workers' rights and championing the free market. The publication of this book was heavily supported by the Institute of Economic Affairs. Remember them? She was quickly promoted under David Cameron as a slightly different image to project among hordes of public school-educated male MPs. In 2014, she became the youngest woman ever to gain a cabinet position, given the role of Secretary of State for the Environment, lest we forget what she achieved in this time. In December, I'll be in Beijing opening up new pork markets. We import two-thirds of our cheese. That is a disgrace. She also campaigned in support of Remain whilst in this role. Here she is in the final weeks before the referendum. And the out campaign has been very clear. They said they don't want to be part of the single market. I think that's a real worry for investment. And I do want to see more capital investment in food and farming. She was then promoted to Justice Secretary and Lord Chancellor by Theresa May, an appointment that prompted fierce criticism due to her having no legal background. Justice Minister Lord Fawkes, a QC, resigned in protest. Trust sided with the press and failed to speak out against the judiciary during the early days of her time in this role, which was likely to be the cause of her swift demotion after only 11 months. As Theresa May handed in her resignation, Truss became an earlier backer for Boris Johnson as the next Prime Minister. Boris rewarded her with the title of Secretary of State for International Trade and tagged on another title of Minister for Women and Equalities a month and a half later. She negotiated trade deals under Johnson's Global Britain agenda and gained approval in her party from hardline Brexiteers like Jacob Rees-Mogg. In 2021, she replaced Dominic Raab as Secretary of State for Foreign Affairs, becoming the second woman to hold the post. She tried to solve the Northern Ireland Protocol issues by binning parts of the post-Brexit deal done with the EU, something that was fiercely criticised by the EU. 
Trust made more gaffes as Russia built troops upon the Ukrainian border, like confusing the Baltic and Black Seas and completely fudging her knowledge of Russian geography during tense negotiations. Despite this, she garnered support from within her party by maintaining a solid stance against Russia in an icy press conference with their foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov. I'm honestly disappointed that our conversation turned out like the mute with the deaf. When Russia first invaded Ukraine, Trust blundered in again, saying she supported British people going to join the fight in Ukraine. The people of Ukraine are fighting for freedom and democracy, not just for Ukraine, but for the whole of Europe, because that is what President Putin is challenging. And absolutely, if people want to support that struggle, I would support them in doing that. That remark resulted in very quick backpedalling as soon as she clocked the diplomatic ramifications of such a statement. Whoops indeed. Still to come on the Smarter 7, a new Prime Minister, a new monarch and many U-turns. Right after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When Boris was begrudgingly hanging up his hat, Trust was throwing hers into the ring. It looked an unlikely start as she launched a campaign, being introduced by Quasi Kwarteng and then failing to appear on stage for a whole very awkward minute. But let's not forget the attractiveness of tax cuts to the super-rich. She ended up head-to-head with Rishi Sunak. The two contenders then clashed on her plans to borrow more in order to cut taxes. Your own economic advisor has said that that would lead to mortgage rates, interest rates going up to 7%. Can you imagine what that's going to do for everyone here and everyone watching? That's thousands of pounds on their mortgage bill. It's going to tip millions of people into misery. And it's going to mean we absolutely have no chance of winning the next election either. Rishi, I don't believe this negative, declinist language. It's your own economic advisor, Liz. It's not mine. It's your own advisor. I have lots of economists that are backing my plan. After seven long weeks of protracted debates and hustings, Trust pipped Rishi to the premiership in September. She got 57.4% of the votes. That's 81,326 people. That's also 0.1% of the population of the UK. She won and went to meet the Queen. Conservative Party leader Liz Truss was today formally appointed as Britain's new Prime Minister by Queen Elizabeth, becoming the third female Premier of the country. Truss travelled to the 96-year-old monarch's Balmoral Castle residence in Scotland to meet the Queen, who formally asked her to form a new government. And later that week, the King. The newly tapped Prime Minister Liz Truss is meeting with the new King Charles III at Buckingham Palace. The nation paused for almost two weeks to mourn the Queen, but almost immediately after that period, Truss and Kwarteng released their mini-budget, with strong support from, guess who, the IEA's own Mark Littlewood. Them again. 
It's refreshing to hear a Chancellor talk passionately about the importance of economic growth and supply-side reforms rather than rattling off a string of state spending pledges and higher taxes, he said on the day of the statement. Only by bearing down on the amount of tax the state collects from across the income spectrum and reducing the regulatory burden can we create better conditions for growth. In short, they were suggesting borrowing money to fund tax cuts, particularly the famous 45p rate, which would see a cap on tax paid on earnings over £172,000. It was dubbed the tax cut for the super rich. Whilst initially supported by some, by Monday the markets had spoken, with the pound falling to an all-time low against the dollar on Monday the 26th. These kinds of lines, when currencies fall abruptly, immediately, in a kind of vertical manner, that's the kind of thing that is quite disturbing. Now, well, if the pound keeps falling, then the price of a lot of essentials is going to go up and that is going to make all of us poorer in the long term. She stood by her budget despite the obvious fallout for another week until, true to form, she U-turned. I get it and I have listened. The Bank of England had to step in to help and Liz Truss went to attend her second appointment with the King. Prime Minister, Your Majesty. The U-turn on the 45p tax cut was not enough to appease the situation, so she offered up Quasi Quarteng as a sacrificial lamb to continue to flounder for a few more days. I met the former Chancellor earlier today. I was incredibly sorry to lose him. He is a great friend and he shares my vision to set this country on the path to growth. Today... I have asked Jeremy Hunt to become the new Chancellor. He's one of the most experienced and widely respected government ministers and parliamentarians. With Quasi thrown under the bus, Tory veteran Jeremy Hunt was tapped as the new Chancellor. He didn't hang about either, almost immediately reversing almost every detail of the disastrous mini-budget. Firstly, we will reverse almost all the tax measures announced in the growth plan three weeks ago that have not started parliamentary legislation. This constituted a huge ideological U-turn for Truss and suggested real weakness at number 10 as economic policy appeared to be dictated by the markets. During her leadership contest, the Prime Minister said, and I quote her exactly, I'm very clear, I'm not planning public spending reductions. Is she going to stick to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Despite Truss's early protestations that no public spending cuts would take place, on the 17th, Hunt contradicted the PM. Well, I'm going to ask all departments to find more efficiencies than they were planning to find. And it all continued to crumble while Liz avoided an urgent parliamentary question and former rival Penny Mordaunt stepped up instead. The Prime Minister is cowering under her desk and asking for it all to go away. Isn't it about time she did and let somebody else who can make decisions in the British national interest get in charge instead? Well, the Prime Minister is not uh, under a desk as the... Shortly after, Home Secretary Suella Braveman resigned, Parliament descended into chaos as Ed Miliband's fracking vote was turned into a vote of confidence until even her own MPs began to sound like this. This is an absolute disgrace as a Tory MP of 17 years who's never been a minister, who's got on with it loyally most of the time. I think it's a shambles and a disgrace. And thus was the rise and fall of Britain's shortest-serving Prime Minister Liz Truss, the 44-day PM. 
sucked in by a world of money and power and spat out by reality. This episode was written by Flora Zajcek and produced by Daft Doris and is part of the Smart 7 Network. Follow the Smart 7 wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.